welcome to Trust Me, I'm an Influencer, where we talk to the fascinating people behind your social media pages. This week's guest is Polly Vernon, journalist, author, and rocker of all boats. Cringe as I publicly fangirl all over this woman. Hello, Polly. Thank you so much for coming on the pod. You are so welcome. Thank you for inviting me. And really, I, I accept all fangirling. <laughs> well, I wanted Very you on here. On uh, I know. Well, t- we've all got to support <laughs> each other. We've all got to love each other. I talk about this all the time. But I thought I must get you on the pod because we're talking about influencers, creators, anyone who's kind of uh, somebody, this creative brilliant human beings behind socials and this word influence that's kind of often a dirty word and Mm. we bumped into each other somewhere didn't we recently and I said to you look you have been influencing me since forever via the pages (laughs) of Grazia magazine so how long have you been writing for Grazia? Uh, For Grazia I've been writing actually I started when it started so I was freelancing I was full-time at the observer at that point in time but who knows how because of the way journalism works, I managed, I ended up doing a bit of Grazia as a side hustle. So I've literally been working for it for as long as it's been around, which, God, must be coming up to 20 years now or something. Oh, sorry. I've got a barking dog. I've got a barking dog issue and a delivery. Sorry. I'm so sorry. She'll she'll do that if we get any more deliveries, but uh, you're going to calm down. Uh, dogs never calm down. We want them to calm down. But also, I'd say oh, these, dogs. These these these, these bitches. What do we do with them? Li- these literal bitches. <laughs> bitches be tripping. I know. So you've got you've got a. Is your dog a bitch? Rita must be a girl, right? I'm guessing. She is a, she is a bitch. I'm, yes, I'm assuming. She's a total bitch. I'm a, yeah, uh, no, we, these we, girls. We, I mean, why don't we talk about why don't we talk about dogs and the sisterhood and these bitches while we're talking about dogs? Do you think? Do you well? Do you think? I think there's something really feminine about my my bitch because I've had oh, male dogs yeah. before. Yeah, she's so in tune with kind of me and the sisterhood. Oh, they're, they're definitely, they're re- I mean, I, I've never had a dog before, okay. but she is, mine is such a girl. I mean, apart, quite apart from anything else, it's really embarrassing. She flirts shamelessly with all men. <laughs> she makes absolutely no secret of the fact she prefers men. And she's just like, w- w- women, she'll kind of go, yeah, 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 be my mum. Men, she's like, hello. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> what, are we talking like, right, real live human men or, or male dogs? Oh, no, 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 no. These are all humans. Sorry, I should have made that clear. (laughs) Women, human women or girls. She's like, hiya, yeah, nice to see you, men. She's like, oh, hello. Hello. Terrible flirt around actual human men. And I have to, I'm just constantly saying, I'm so sorry. My dog's a total flirt. And then I immediately feel like that says something about me. And it's really complicated. Rita goes into the bushes and then reappears in a negligee and fluffy slippers. That is completely her vibe. It's ridiculous. Oh my gosh, ridiculous. These dogs, they, they crack me up. I love, love, love them. So before these bitches started, where were we? Oh, we're talking about Grazia. Grazia's so we're talking about Grazia. 20, so, Grazia, 20 years ago. It's got to be 20 years ago. Must I be. mean, I really should know. If it's yeah. not 20 years, it's getting there pretty quickly. I think so, it's So Yeah, so I... I started writing for it whenever it launched. It was definitely in the early aughts. And I started, I think I must have written in its first ever um, issue. And yeah, and then, uh, let me see, uh, 12, 13-ish, no, 12 years ago, I left newspapers and went fully freelance. And yeah, split my time between Grazia, um, where I have an award-winning column, thank you, and The Times. (laughs) Uh, Well, you do, and The Times too. But so before Grazia, I just called it Grazia, but you've corrected me. I mean, you must know you've been there. I don't know. Nobody knows. Nobody (laughs) knows. The whole of the the staff for as long as I've been there, we've all been a bit like, Grazia, Grazia, which one? Don't know. Is it Italian? Nobody knows. Is it Italian? Grazie. The the original version is, yeah, but it's not Grazie. So I don't know. The truth is I don't know. That's just what I say. But you you go your own way with it. Well, that's that's what I say. You Whatever. The the customer is always right. (laughs) Like, madam is always correct, (laughs) whatever you want to call it. Yeah. The readers get to call it whatever they want. Yeah, of course you do. It's like that with all these brands and labels. But before Grazia, 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 you were, what were you, who were you writing for before that? So I have been a journalist for about 25 years I think and my first job was on uh, a magazine called Minx which oh my God, I in the late Minx. 90s 
It was so brilliant. And it was supposed it was it was launched as a, a kind of response to the men's magazines that were so powerful at the time. Yeah. So loaded, FHM. They, they were just so incredibly powerful. And <laughs> I thought you were going to say t- <laughs> I thought you were going to say responsible magazine. I thought, no, 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 oh, no. Just- <laughs> they were responsible. The- Do you know what? They they've got a terrible retro uh, reputation in retrospect, but there were elements of those magazines that was just pure genius, was so yeah. kind of rogue and funny. And sure, their attitudes are women deeply questionable and we are living with the uh, consequences still but yep. uh, in terms of journalism kind of brilliant and they wanted women's magazines at that time I mean there were some amazing ones but they didn't really have a tradition of being funny so I think the idea was to launch something that was kind of raunchy sexy funny uh, and and that was minx and I had been trying to get a job as a journalist I was a very junior press officer myself which I wasn't even I was like a press assistant and I'd loved writing for the whole of my life and had suddenly thought oh, I'm gonna give us a whirl and I'd been writing freelance so I've been trying to get a job full-time job in a magazine for I think a year a year and a half and suddenly just got a call from the launch editor of this magazine who was called Tony Rogers and she's like we're working on a special project uh, we loved your application come and have a meeting and uh, honestly one of the best days of my life when, when I got that job and it was it was beautiful it was gorgeous so yeah that's how I started. I've made it. And Minx and magazine. For- did that have position of the week? No, that was uh, more. <gasps> more. I've got them confused. There, Minx and more. There yes. was more Miz and Minx, and then also Mix Mag. I mean, there was an awful lot to get confused <laughs> with. But no, Minx was. Uh, it, it was gorgeous. It was. It was. I, I was hired. My title was rookie writer, and I was, I think, twenty three, twenty four, maybe, and. So bang, you know, I was the reader. And so I was kind of really allowed to massively help develop the tonus at the time, which was such an incredible gig to give a journalist on be. her first ever job. Uh, and also, we, it's, it's wonderful and easy to criticise with the benefit of hindsight and time, isn't it? But when you look back there, um, it was very open, very bold, very pushing boundaries that hadn't been pushed before. And we all needed that. I mean, I remember these magazines sort of secretly reading them because people weren't as open then. We didn't have the beloved social media channels and everything else where we can all communicate openly. And back then, perhaps we weren't so comfortable talking to parents, older people, whatever about sex, boyfriends, how to snog, all this kind of stuff. And that was where you found it in those pages. And that was that little bit of insight, that kind of grown upness, the answers to some of the questions that you couldn't find. I guess now you just go on TikTok. I mean, you can go on TikTok and find out all of these things on there now. But I thought those magazines, yeah, you look back and, and question all of it, but it was a time and a place. And I always hold my hand up and say, look, I was a part of this. I bought all these magazines. I read Loaded Magazine. I read it. I laughed at it. And and I'm not proud of it, but it was all part of pushing boundaries to grow and become where we are now, wasn't it? So I didn't know you were there before. I mean, you, you, don't, yeah. you don't move on. You don't get yeah. anywhere without going through. And obviously there are growing pains. And it's I, I, it kind of drives me a little bit crazy because I think, do we honestly not think that in 20 years time, we're going to look back at where we are now and go, what the hell were we doing? So of we will. course we do that. Yep. But, um, you know, Minx had a strain of feminism a mile, running, you know, a mile wide running through it. And I was completely allowed to do that and allowed to indulge that. Um, and it was very sweary and it was very um, sort of alive and funny and cool. And, you know, I don't think any of those things are bad things to teach young women. Well, no, and actually your book, so your book that you wrote, <laughs> do you think it's like almost 10 years ago, um, Hot Feminist, which I've recently 2015's read. Hot Feminist. Oh, yeah. Right. So that's almost ten, eight years ago. Ten, almost. We'll say almost 10, ten years yeah, ago. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, I, yeah. I wrote it Well, you in wrote it 10 years ago. Yeah. So yeah, I definitely wrote it 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I yes. kind of, I've looked at, I had a little, a little bit of a look around and it was called kind of, some people have called it a controversial book. And it got called, th- but it was deeply controversial. The reception yeah. of it was deeply controversial. Yeah. And you said somewhere that it got lots of attention from women telling you things like it, it was a stupid book, etc. So I've read that oh, yeah. now. I read that now. Yeah. And I, I know it was a controversial book so I've read all of that I didn't read it then I've read it last week and mm-hmm. I read it now and I find it brilliant I find it thought-provoking oh, I find it funny I, would, I wonder it just it just strikes me that you were just so a, ahead of your time really well what I mean that's think? a gorgeous and very flattering thing to say and it, <laughs> and it has been said and honestly I I don't 
No, I mean, it's just, you, you can't, I was just saying, so that book, yeah, I wrote it in 2014. It was published in 2015 and it got a really mixed reception. Some people at the time, I felt very burned by it because some of the, re the reception was so harsh um, and, and from other women. Um, so I kind of ignored some of the good stuff and, and that was uh, not generous of me, but it was just, you know, it was really painful because it's also a very raw, very honest book. But like, you don't know that, the things you're thinking might gain some traction in five, 10 years. And and the other thing is, if you, you, if you don't say them, they kind of never will. You know, somebody has to be one of the first ones to say stuff and have other people push back and then gradually adopt your ideas. Having said which, I've no idea if that is what happened with that book. Um, yeah, maybe some of the ideas sort of settled. Uh, but I do always think I remember um, an editor saying to me very, very early on, and it's so true, there's absolutely no point in being too early. Being too early with a uh -huh. story is as bad mm -hmm. as being too late. So in kind of in terms of uh in terms of that book, it's sort of if it if I was ahead of my time, was, was I ahead of my time or was I just too early? I don't know. I don't know. But I have finally. It's taken till now, but I have gotten over it and gotten over myself enough to start writing another book. So well, I know. Yeah, well what profession. are you writing now then? You're writing another book? Yes. Yeah, so uh, I'm I'm working on a book and I not sure how much I'm supposed to say about it, but it's about women's bodies and it's going to be controversial again. I, I, I can, I can see it. It is just, I'm, this is not my intention. I'm not a controversialist. You know, I say things that I believe to be true. I think my policy is this, Karina. Mm -hmm. If a lot of people are already saying something that I agree with, what's the point in me saying it as well? Yeah. If a lot, if people aren't saying something that I believe to be true, um, I will be the person who says it. Then that, that makes sense. It makes sense to be the person who says it if something is not being said that needs to be said. But I don't go out there looking for bother. Um, I'm not now, I'm not as afraid of it as I used to be. We, we talked about this, didn't we, a bit? The, yeah. the fear of cancellation. We've talked about yeah. that in the past. I'm not afraid of it in the way that I once was because people tried pretty hard with that book and they've tried since with other things I've done. Um, but yes, that and that does, I understand, that can sometimes be perceived as controversial. And yeah, I'm doing it again with another book. <laughs> but and I it's think about, it's useful. I think it's, it's about, about women's bodies. Women's bodies. Yeah. Well, okay. If so yes. if you if you email me tomorrow and ask me for a picture of my vulva, it's a hard no from me. <laughs> I am not collating pictures of people's vulvas. And I, 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 can tell you, I can tell you that much about it. That is not what it is. Although, you know, there's definitely a market for that. Well, no, I do, I do admire that, actually. I mean, I've looked at, there's some famous works of art that people have put lots of pictures of vulvas on, uh, or not pictures, moulds of vulvas on, and it's art and it's on the wall and it all, it's beautiful, actually, when you look at it. And as much as I'm laughing about it now and saying, I'm really not happy to put my uh, vag on full show, um, I found that you really would. beautiful. Yeah, well, yeah, and honestly, actually, actually no, yeah. no, can it be like I'll one of those ones? Thoughts, I'll do it. <laughs> I'll, do anything for, <laughs> I'll do anything for a croissant, honestly, anything for a croissant and a coffee. But no, it's, actually, it'd be like one of those things, Polly, where you there's all the there's all the beautiful vulvas on the wall and you can actually yeah. swap labels with the best one. You know, it's a bit like when you go when you go to a party and you've got your measly present and there's this awesome present and you think, I'm going to swap, I'm going to change the label, the gift label and put my label on that brilliant brilliant present i think i'll just i'll just switch mine for like the are you suggesting vulva. people misidentify their vulvas yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's a new kind of yeah. fraud <laughs> I know. so you're not asking me for a picture actually your old book not yet oh, your, no not yet not yet your old book yeah. though i'm talking about yeah. pictures your old book you've got lots of yeah. you've got lots of pages about fashion in there which i love i love that and Don't no pictures you? in there no pictures in no, there no I know. Well, you don't need True. any pictures. You don't need any pictures. I thought this is awesome. There's like 25 pages of like hardcore, serious, like sassy, feminist, uh, powerful. Fashion. Exactly. I don't, I yeah. wonder, when's the last time you read your own book, Polly? Have you read it recently or have you, did you, no, <laughs> did you burn it? <laughs> have you burned well, it all in the fire because we can't afford to pay the heating bills? Are you burning your own book? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll be this winter. There was a time, I had to read it a lot, obviously during the, t the kind of direct aftermath of it being published because I was at book festivals and blah, blah, blah and all that kind of thing. And I just went through this really weird, thing because as as this kind of controversy was raging across the internet about me and about what this book was supposed to be about Ugh. and it was so kind of bizarrely misrepresented 
Um, and I'd literally pick up the book and think, did I go mad? Did I just write a load of rubbish and it somehow got published? And I'd open the book and start reading and go, oh, no, 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 this was the book I meant to read. Yeah. To write, sorry. And, and actually it's not that bad. But yeah, I haven't read it for a very, I wouldn't have read it since about 2016. There were wow. definitely things in it. There's, I, I know, the only thing I can think is, um, there are definitely things that I have changed my mind about subsequently. There's a few things, uh, mainly, I wasn't having Botox when I, wrote it, my Lord, I'm having it now. Um, <laughs> actually, I, do you know what? Interesting. I started having, because I kind of write this thing about, you know, the, the feminism, feminist issues around treatments. And and I wrote in the book that I wouldn't, don't think I'd have Botox because I, th I thought it would be a bit icky. Um, yeah. But what happened was because the, that book has a picture of my face on the cover and the controversy after it kind of made me feel really weird about what my own face looked like. I, I ended up associating that image with all this trauma. Um, so obviously ended up having Botox. So that's uh, one thing I change. Ah, uh, yeah, but um, we all change. I said that too. I said I'd never you? have it. So yeah, funny, it? we all did. We all said, not for me. It's for vain people. It's no. not for me. I'll age gracefully. Ten years yeah. later, <laughs> ten years <Hello>. later, you're, <laughs> you're, you're go like Googling the fuck out of it and trying to find out which clinic to go to. So Absolutely. I'm with you on that. But also, that's the problem, right? That you write anything down and it, it becomes part of history. But Changes. I honestly read this, uh, like last week I read this. I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I thought, you know, you're like, huh? The back what, what backlash? I don't understand the backlash. I, I think it's. I think there's been many things that have happened since you wrote that book. For instance, Kim Kardashian. That was yeah. you know, when did that happen? When she put herself online with no. I think there was kind of like a. She blacked out her boobies and her. And I think that was it in the bathroom, and then she posted that and then said she was self proclaimed a, a feminist because yeah. she can do that. And I'm not her biggest fan. I've never met the lady, to be honest, but I, I'm not a real kardashian -y kind of fan. However, I thought that really started to change my mindset around feminism whenever that was, 10, no, five years ago, something like that. And really in your yeah. book, that's what you're really talking about. Feminists, we can wear lipstick, we can be sassy, we can wear leather trousers. You know, If you see that in a different way that to me, then you're part of the problem. That's all. The, that's the narrative we have now, Polly. I'm sorry, you wrote the book. I, you literally wrote I, I, the book, my friend i did i mean i think i think what it what my book was really about was and it wasn't even saying you can do this it was asking the question yeah. can we enjoy being sexy and identify as feminists that's what it really is you know can we enjoy male attention and still identify with feminists and it was a kind of you know my, me working my way around it and yeah that's uh, that is kim kardashian is that incarnate so while we're on the subject of kardashians i interviewed i've never met any of them but i assumed caitlin jenner uh, only Monday night. So what was that? Four days ago. I, I know. Love, I love her. She's extraordinary. So we, we talked about this documentary called The House of Kardashian, which she contributes to, yep. uh, but none of the other family did. Um, and it's, it's a brilliant, brilliant show. But yeah, she's sort of, I mean, extraordinary. Mm -hmm. um, she didn't, she refused to have a video on, which is like, on the one hand, so incredibly frustrating, on the other, quite funny. And so, uh, this was on Zoom with the, no video. This was on Zoom in darkness, yeah. Okay, so so what are you talking about with her then? What's what's the what's the so we're talking so we're talking about this. So she's uh, contributed to this new documentary called The House of Kardashian, which is this brilliant, beautiful, really sort of painstaking, delicate, elegant um, documentary about the Kardashians. So it's kind of the very opposite of keeping up with the Kardashians in. Uh, ex um, execution. It's just, you know, sort of slow and gentle and really old footage. And then they uh, interview a series of, of experts, one of whom is Caitlyn Jenner. Um, and it's, uh, it's so fascinating. And she is complete. I mean, what a life. Yeah. Really, really extraordinary. Yeah. Talk about and, a, uh, a life lived, a love, a, lived. a life so thoroughly lived. I mean, it's incredible. Her life is incredible. And, she's, and yeah. she still is. You know, yes. she absolutely still is. But um, yeah, it was. I, I knew I was in the presence of someone kind of spectacular. That's for sure. Yeah. In the presence-ish online yeah. of someone spectacular. So she's what part of the, the team or the part of the people that are looking at old footage and commenting and talking and giving behind the scenes insight on that programme? Is that how it works? Yeah, exactly. Right. So, so okay. there's there's a there's a, a ton of uh, sort of people who are involved tangentially with them. But she's the one who was she's the only one who was an insider, um, and the rest of the family didn't contribute. So I was I was a bit like, are they okay with this? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, have you asked them? She's like, no. <laughs> I was like, okay, okay. 
<laughs> I watched some Brilliant. really moving um, documentaries a long time ago about her and uh, talking about uh, uh, just talking about her past history and how if you looked at old footage on the Kardashians, you could see that she was painting her toenails. She always wore socks because her toenails were always painted, etc. Okay. Uh, it's just really, you know, I'd, so I'll be fascinated to watch that. But talking about people you interview, awesome people all of the time. A lot of the time it's for the and times, And some awful ones. And some awful <laughs> yeah, ones make, too. Make well, it, yeah, make yeah, actually, sense, yeah. yeah, actually, everybody. There's me just saying everybody's awesome and actually yeah. n- not everybody is awesome. But you've interviewed everybody from Prince Harry to Joan Collins, everybody. Are there any kind of stand? I haven't out? done Harry. I haven't Have you not done, done Harry? Harry? I thought no, you, you, you no. haven't done Harry. <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> I know, I should stop saying that. I always, I I always say, yeah, I'm, I'm always like, yeah, I'm going to do so-and-so. And people are like, oh, yeah. I'm like, I'm an interview, interview. I, know, actually, I need to get out of that habit. My filthy, <laughs> filthy mind immediately goes to that. You've done, so you've done Trump. Filthy, everyone's filthy mind goes to that. Yeah, I've done Trump. <laughs> you've done Trump. So yeah. so pe- yeah. people that you've interviewed like stand out for all sorts of, have you got any funny stories that no one knows, like crazy stories about people, I don't know, saying they'll Oh my God, yeah, but I don't, I'm not, I'm not sure not, how many of them I, I'm a, genuinely I'm not sure how many of them are repeatable um yeah I mean they're what I love about interviewing what I realized fairly early on you always think you know who somebody is because you've seen them on tv read them some stuff blah 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 you think you, you just think you know who that person is the moment you walk into a room with them the moment you're sort of actually in their presence you realize you know nothing they're just you know they're a just human so kind of beautifully brilliantly human every last one of them and you know nervous or reticent or sweet or you know a bit offish because they're having a bad day but so fundamentally human so that's always wonderful and it's just honestly it's the biggest pleasure of my job I love it so much even when they're horrible I love it because they're human and that's that's gorgeous. So if you get, because I've read, uh, read lots of interviews with people and so, there's always that fine line. I've read lots of interviews where people say, oh, they were late and they did this and they swanned in the room. And it's almost, it's very honest, but it's very true and honest, but also very flattering, a part of their whole uh, persona that we know and love. Mm-hmm. Is that what you do as a journalist? You have to kind of balance the line between conveying to us, the reader, some actual behind the scenes stuff that we really want to know interesting things that because we can't get in front of these people so you're mm. our person aren't you 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 can get in front of these people and you can sit in front of Donald Trump for instance and, and you can see medium. him and yeah and you can then convey your thoughts or whatever but equally you can't be really rude because you can't do that I mean you can't say I've met Dun Dun uh, so how- I mean there's I mean there, a there are legal lines on it you, you got yeah. all here by them but B, I'm sort of what I'm interested in. I, I'm never, I'm not interested in digging up dirt on people, but I am really interested in getting a proper, proper sense of who they are. So really, sort of cracking through the media trained gloss and the charm, and you know, you, you get this thing, and it happens a lot with celebrities because you research them before you meet them. So you read all the other, old interviews they've done, and kind of work out what your questions are and what your way in. It's and so many times they repeat the same anecdotes, which are funny and charming, whatever. You're like, yeah, but you've been telling this anecdote for 30 years. So you have to, you know, you have to sort of navigate them. You have to create a genuine, proper connection with them um, quite rapidly. You have to gain their intimacy, gain their trust, and then get a real sense of them. But my feeling is always, I basically really love people. I think we're brilliant. I mean, I think mm-hmm. we're awful, but brilliant. And so that's the angle I, I'll come from. So I will ask unbelievably intrusive, rude questions. I mean, I asked Caitlin Jenner the other day, I was like, is, you know, Chris? And she was like, yes. I went, is she completely terrifying? And she was, she was like, no, she's fine. And I'm like, oh, she's not. She? <laughs> so like, so they, so they're things that I genuinely want to know. Um, but they're not, that sounds quite mean. That's not, it's not from a position of spite. Um, it is because I'm, I'm genuinely really, really nosy and I just want people to properly show themselves. So I don't know. I don't, there, there are things that you, somebody recently, I'm not going to name them, that they inadvertently, they were talking about the, a grandchild, one of their kids was expecting a grandchild and they inadvertently let on to the gender of the grandchild and then later kind of went, oh, we don't want it out there. Oh, they said, oh, they forgot. They they didn't realise they'd done that and then made it clear that they didn't want that out there. So obviously I kept that back because that's just unnecessary. Yes, um, yeah. And so When people personal. are awful and so personal, and, mm. and also it's not even about them, it's about their child's child. Yes. When people are awful, 
I relate to that awfulness in a really, really literal way. So there's a football, I'm not going to name him. It's quite easily looked up. There's a football I did in 20, when was the, it was 2014, I think it was before a World Cup. And he was so awful. The whole thing was just so awful. It was hilarious. And I just, just kind of dictated it. Basically it went, this happened. He says that, I say that. So you don't need to embellish it if they are really awful. They yep. let you have it. I'm, I'm always kind of amazed because I'm like, you're being really mean to me and, and it's on tape and I am going to print it. Um, yeah. But, uh, but you have to bear in mind that you're, you know, you're two people. Sometimes two people don't get on. It's not because they're bad. It's not because you're bad. You just don't get on. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you, you kind of work out when you're being really mean and unnecessarily bitchy. Um, yeah. And some, pe- some people are just having a bad day as well. We all have that, don't we? Of course. I mean, yeah. I know. Totally. And like you say, they're all human. They're all human. They have the whatever they're working on or promoting or whoever they are, they've a string of places to be and a string of people to yeah. see and do and hands to shake and everything and um and like you say they're human beings everybody's a human being i and i've never been um sort of in in a room full of people i haven't met tons of people i've been in lots of room full, full of lots of high profiles i just think we, that's when you realize how we are all the same people we all you know we all stand in yeah, the line in the in the queue in the queue in the loo like each other yeah. you know yeah, we do we all don't we stand in the line and we all we're all the same there's uh incredibly all, yeah like t- yeah. just desperately which i, I, I love I, I just think that's so gorgeous yeah and it's and you're so right it's uh interesting things about humans good and bad that make them extraordinary to learn more about because if we were the same the world would be so fucking boring if everybody was the same yeah. it's extroverts that we i love to know about extroverts ex- people who really put themselves out there um and we tend not to have that as much now i think because lots of us are quite frightened of um accidentally upsetting people you know yeah. genuinely genuinely accidentally upsetting people by some sort of narrative as you say we will all in 20 years time say i can't believe we were doing that i can't believe <laughs> I we know. said that i see think that about lots of tv shows at the moment where i don't know um TV shows we get people, you get human beings on there, celebrities on them and make them do all sorts of awful things. And I think in the future, that's probably, that's really like an awful thing to do to fellow humans is sort of lock them all up oh, yeah. and make them eat things. And that's really awful. You know, that's a terrible thing. I, to lo- do, I think. I slightly look at child stars and think, we're going to regret that. At what point is that child abuse? <laughs> Yeah, and I think it, there was a case, this is probably a year ago, I think there was the first case, I'm pretty sure it was in France, where a child, and now adult, but had uh, sued or is suing their parents for using their image on Facebook without their permission when they were a child, which is quite yeah, valid, totally really. That. Yeah, it's, it, totally, it's totally valid. Our understanding of privacy has changed dramatically and will change yet more, and without shadow of doubt. Yeah, we haven't got many rules and regs sorted out with uh, social media yet. We don't quite understand. That's an evolving thing. I mean, it's publishing. It's a different kind of publishing. The rules and regs around that are extraordinary. Speaking of which, Mm -hmm. influencer, which you are a journalist, you're a writer, you're an author, but you're also on Insta as a bad influencer. That's what you call yourself. That's because I think I'm no good at it. (laughs) (laughs) So... (laughs) But yeah, that's what I said really because I'm a bad influence. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't. Okay, so as an inf- one influencer to another, you've been influencing me for hundreds of years. But we will just talk socials now. We'll talk Insta now. You're not trying okay. very hard at it, Polly. You're not doing the things you have to do. You have to. You've got no, to be there. No. You're too busy writing books. You're too busy re- interviewing people like Donald Trump. You've got to be on Instagram like every day constantly posting I know, daily it looks i know exhausting Karina. i mean i yeah, love your feed but my god it makes me feel like oh i just want to lie down now it's so tough you have to be on it so much you do and those reels there's like three four second reels it's like 10 minutes of footage in there that takes two hours to cut down and it's it's that's a- why i'm happy to be a bad influencer <laughs> But you, one thing you love okay. to do is put yourself on the gram it, with your hot body. I love it when you bikini. put yourself on there in your bikini. I'm sorry, look yeah. at my hot body. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah. You get your body on yeah, there. Not at all bikini. sorry. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah, you yeah, don't not- even. You don't even do sorry, not sorry. 
I, I really don't even do sorry, not sorry, because that's so um, insincere. Like nobody means, yeah, no, yeah, 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 that's a joke yeah. about sorry, not sorry, right? There is no sorry. Yeah. There. So why even why even start on that game? Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that was really funny. So I sort of started that by accident a few, a few years ago. I went on holiday. I can't even remember why. I just took a bikini selfie, put it on Instagram, and it kind of went both wild and I lost a load of followers at the same time. So I was like, <laughs> that's weird. And also, you know, slightly naughty me goes that's weird and intriguing and fun i'm gonna do more of this and then i was in spain after about four days my editor at the time spoke me up obviously always on holiday and goes i want you to be one of those people i was like what people and she went you know like elizabeth hurley and i went you mean an influencer she didn't even know we, i don't think we even really knew the word particularly then and she was yeah. like yeah do that and then write me a feature so <laughs> so i did so i carried on posting the the bikini shots and we and a monster was born a bikini wearing monster was born ah uh, so it was kind of research that you started being influent posting yourself on social on insta it was kind of research and in the very early well for in, in a bikini yeah in the very early, ah. and i don't think i was even particularly doing selfies at that point so yeah it sort of was i, I yeah i never thought of it as anything other than a bit of a laugh i still don't really um i do as time goes on i'm feeling my way forward with the things that I can do well. Um, and I think, you know, there, there are opportunities. I, journalists kind of main focus is you have to be useful, right? That's what every article is. It, it provides a use to its readers. So I suppose that's kind of burnt into my mind. And it's hard for me to think my Instagram feed is useful to anyone. But then I can see that it is in some ways. I can see that it is particularly in terms of treatments, Botox, which we've already spoken about, and fillers and all kinds of things, because that's such a closed off world. And it's really funny. Anytime I go out now, like anytime I go to a dinner party, someone sooner or later pulls me to one side and goes, can I ask you a question? And I was like, you want treatments? <laughs> and yeah. like, you know, they want to know stuff. So there's a real need for that information. And I totally um, understand and respect that. Um, and then, you know, I can have some fun with it in terms of uh, TV. I love TV, so TV recommendations. And uh, my dog, who adores being on social media. Yeah, well, dogs do. And, um, you know, and social media loves animals. And we love, I mean, I most of my feed is cats being rude and yeah. dogs being dumb. That's most of yeah. it makes me, and comedians Adorable. makes me laugh. I know, co constant source of laughter for me in entertainment is, is you know, my feed on the gram. I love it. But you, so how often do you post on there then, Polly? And what sort of thing you'd be posting? You put a bit of tweakment stuff on there. You put your hot body on there. I do put my tweakments, I do put, I do put hot body on there. I do put my dog on there. I have lately just started started doing more and more stories. I don't know how you feel about this. You're a proper pro, but I just kind of naturally found myself doing you know, like stories most days, but haven't put anything on the main grid since my dog's birthday, August 6th. Um, so for, you know, getting on for a couple of months. Wow. Um, and I always put, I, if I'm very proud of a feature, I'll put that up. I will always link. Um, so it's quite useful to pushing people towards things I've written. I'll always do that. Um, it is a weird, it is a weird space, though, Polly, because I do this it? like full time. It's my job. I, I do it full time now, and every now and then I think, "What the fuck am I doing? I'm recording." Do you? That's so interesting because because yeah. you look like you you look like you're just totally no, totally on it, totally get it, do it incredibly well. Yeah, I. But whereas I, I'm always thinking, "What the fuck am I doing with it?" No, I do. No, I think actually, I think most people are on it. I well, I'm an overthinker. You know, hello, my name's Karina. I'm an overthinker and mm -hmm. I overthink everything and I think sometimes you just go with it and you're wrapped up in it and other times I think it's when you stop I've certainly thought this when I've stopped mm -hmm. which is quite rare but when I've had lots going on or I've had a few days and then then you pick the phone up again and you think and there's part of you that thinks why does anyone care what I think why does that's, anyone I mean that's yeah. absolutely me yeah. Yeah. which is weird because I can do it in a column like you know yeah. But that's kind of I have to. I think yeah. you know when when there's that pressure there, deadline there, and the, you know the cash numb figure attached to it, then I've got to do it. Yeah, but it's Insta, yeah, it's funny. Uh, you think why, like, does, why? Anyone why does anyone care? care? Yeah, I really do. What I did last night, and then you put it on, and then actually people, people do, do care, and people are really interested, yeah. and, and it's very engaging. And the, the reason I one of the best things I love about the gram because I'm on it a lot, and I suggest you don't get this as much because you're 
on there, less. But when the more you're on there, the more people engage, the more DMs you get, the more messages, the more comments, and the more you connect with people. And as much oh, as it's yeah. A, yeah, a full, full-time job, that's the part that I really love, that you tend to yeah. feel like you know people. So when, when I talk on there, I feel like I know people. There's, I'm not talking yeah. to my phone. I'm talking to the people that message me all the time. It's, it's a bonkers you know. thing. But it's also the weirdest thing, I must admit. No, that's exactly how I feel when I write the column for Grazia. I know who those people are. I know what I'm, you know, I know I, I know what that what I'm saying to them. I know that they'll like something, not like some things, but be intrigued, blah, blah, blah. So it's the same dynamic, just a different medium, which is really interesting. It's really, and it's just a, it's a gut feeling that you have. That must yeah, be published really in, in, in any format, I suppose. Guess so. I guess so when you know your audience, I mean, it's, that's it, isn't it? That's what good publishing is, knowing your audience and, and giving them what they what they want and what, what is going to mean something to them. Yeah. So you haven't been to any kind of influencer meetup type things then, have you? Uh, no, I haven't. <laughs> what happens? Uh, <laughs> what happens at them? You want all the juicy deets of the influencer. Well, I've yeah. been to a few and it's funny how you say I, I look like I know what I'm doing or whatever. And I, this is my kind of full-time job, but I... I just feel so weird at them. I go to them. I, I, and I'm a really confident human being. Put me in the centre of the room at some committee meeting about, I don't know, somebody wants to chop a tree down or just in the middle of the supermarket and I'll have a chat to anybody. But you go into those spaces. I think we've all got preconceptions about influencers or something. I don't know. But you put me into those spaces and I suddenly feel like I don't know anyone. I don't know what to do. I also have this sort of thing, which is again, like communicating with your reader, which is exactly what you're doing. That You think, I think, what's in this for my reader? Do you think that when you write something, you're thinking, what's... Oh, God, yeah. What's, yeah, well, yeah. It's what it I was talking the about, uh, the service. What, what's useful here? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I sort of, the, the sort of meetupy things, I go to them and think, what's in it for my reader? So I try and learn something from it and then convey it. But yeah, they're, they're slightly... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're slightly... Well, you should go to, you need to go to one to write a column about it. Would be quite funny, wouldn't it? I mean, I, th I think the thing is, I think there's a lot of influencerism. Like, I, you know, I think there's a lot of aggression and weirdness about influencers, which is really unfair. Yeah. Because you lot work so hard, as as is already covered. You know, it's it's it is properly creative, and you have to work really really hard at it and constantly. What I've decided, what I think it is about, is Ooh. I think it's um freebie. It's um jealousy over freebies i think that's the beginning and the end of it for lots of people it's this conception that influencers get a lot of free stuff but you know you do and because that's that's part of the gig that's how it works um and it's just that i think the brits particularly are just consumed with a desire for free things and they know that influencers get them so it's sort of i think that's that's sort of at the core of it. why do you get things for free and i don't yeah, I think that probably is part of it. Although, the, and someone said to me, explained to me, it was another podcast guest who interestingly said, I said, how do you feel about, you know, press gifts? And it was actually a, a Jane, who's a beauty blog. She said, no, 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 Karina, they're not gifts. They're not given to you for free. Whoever gives me this oh, actually wants something back. It's a press sample. That's absolutely true. And That's I, absolutely true. It is. And I thought you're absolutely right. And I, I think yeah. maybe it's it's part of it. And that's kind of why I like this pod really is to kind of lift, trying to lift the lid on it yeah. and give a bit of insight about what it's like behind it. Do you get given many gifts because you're a a, a bad influencer? Do you get given many? Well, it's um, it's the same thing. And it's not mainly the things that I'm gifted. Um, it's for, I'd say it's for journalistic reasons. I mean, I don't know. It's really hard for me to tell which, you know, what, what, I mean, I, what I mean more to at this point. Um, I mean, I think there are some things, I think tweetments, for example, I think the social media is incredibly powerful in that respect. But, um, but yeah, I get some stuff. Um, it's complicated, isn't it? Because as your other guest said, totally rightly, there is a massive expectation with it. Um, I think the other thing that people don't understand is you don't go around going, I'll have that, please, Gucci. I'll have that, please, Chanel. You know, a lot, a lot of the stuff you get is pretty damn random, and uh, which is lovely because sometimes you find something that is so brilliant and you wouldn't have picked it. You wouldn't have chosen it if it's a piece of clothing. You wouldn't have known about it if it's a piece of cosmetics. Um, so, you know, I mean, my bathroom is just a shit show of cosmetics which sounds incredible but also makes me feel overwhelmed and very messy and makes my partner furious um so yeah i do it's lovely and weird and 
sort of better than it sounds and sort of not as good as it sounds. Does that make sense? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I know exactly where you're coming from. Have you got any plans to do more socials? What about threads? Are you on threads? Of course you are. Yeah, I don't understand threads at all. Sorry, threads. <laughs> I don't get it. It's it, You just kind of go, I could be posting this on X. <laughs> Can we just call it Twitter? It really annoys me when people go, you know, X formerly known as Twitter, but we all we all think of it as Twitter. Should I post this on Twitter or should I post it on Instagram? Oh no, I'll put it on Threads. I might. I, I feel guilty about Threads because yeah. I just I don't I don't. You're are you on it? You're on it. Uh, I went on it and thought I don't really know what I'm doing here. I went on there for a nosy because I'm quite an early adopter of everything. I went on and then <laughs> and then laughed at myself. You know, you tick terms, you tick the terms without reading the terms, and then when of course you, you do, yeah, yeah, and you know you can't delete your Threads account without deleting your Instagram account. Ah, uh, uh, I mean, that, I just I think yeah, yeah, that was I thought true. It was funny how people, I read it. People were so sort of self consciously not being aggressive on Threads and like. <laughs> sort of really careful to be just very, 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 very nice. And it was a bit like, hmm, so how are we going to make this funny then? And I know, you know, funny, funnyness and meanness don't have to go hand in hand, but it was so painfully sweet and nice that it sort of had absolutely no edge whatsoever. But I just, I, it doesn't have a distinct identity, does it? So, um, no. I mean, I'm barely on Twitter X. I've done a couple, been on a couple of times lately. I can't remember why. I think the Russell Brand story. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, don't, I don't really get it. I don't really get any of it. I get Instagram most of all, which given that I haven't posted for six weeks, shows you how much I don't really get social media and what a terrible influencer I am. <laughs> but what's a day look like you for them, like uh, for you, Polly? Would you? I imagine you get up and go for the, go to the gym. Is that what you do? Yeah, no, that's exactly what I don't know. <laughs> I get up, I take the dog for a walk. I, I, I write, I kind of basically assume I will write every morning and sometimes that gets thrown out the window. But loosely, you know, if, I, if I'm if i booking meetings in two or three weeks in advance, I'll always book them after three in the afternoon um, just to just to make sure I've got those mornings clear to um, to write because um, I write best from sort of about 10 to about 1.30, 1.30, 2 o'clock. I will, I'll, I do, I, I'm, I'm on four Pilates classes a week, one boxing class, bit of cold water swimming, bit of weights. Um, so, but I'm, I'm a freelance journalist. I can, you know, I can work that in as it kind of, as it suits me. Um, the book has taken a lot of research and a lot of interviewing of non-famous people. So that's when's kind of the, when's my the book out? Up. When's the book out? When? <laughs> when I write it, Karina. <laughs> when do you <laughs> no, want the pictures? I, of, I, when do you want the photos? I, I, of my vulva? I would like the pictures of your vulva around about summer next year. No, I think uh, I've already pushed. I've already pushed. Asked for an extension on my deadline, which I never do. Um, but uh, for various reasons, which will become clear when my masterpiece is released into the world, um, I needed to. So I think I will finish it about this time next year. And I imagine it'll be out sort of spring 2025-ish. Um, wow. Watch the wow. space. I, at which point I will be so busy over my Instagram account. I've, I've already decided that I'm going to tell everybody that they're, who knows me that they're so welcome to just mute me. Because people are so, have you noticed, so boring when they're promoting something. Just so yeah, I know, but but you've got to because it's your space to. You've got to, yeah, and it's your place to talk about things you love and tell everybody that it's that's the place where we all go to learn stuff now. You have to do it on there, but yeah, but I like it. It totally is, but my friends can mute me. My friends really can mute me because they well, see if, me anyway. <laughs> if you want some advice, you better post something between now and then. You can't just leave your I dog on there. I promise I will. <laughs> you can't just leave your dog I on promise. there from August and then say, hi, I've got a book to promote. Hi, uh, my book. Time. <laughs> I, I, it genuinely has been about that. The book has kind of tipped me into a space where I have so little free time. And it takes time, right? You know, like it takes it takes the energy to go, okay. I'm going to do this. Then do I look nice enough? Okay, what do I need to do? Where's my good light? Where's the makeup? Blah, blah, blah. And then you do it. And then you write the... I mean, it's 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 a lot of work, isn't it? It's, but I guess if you're writing a book, you've got to find the time to write the book on top of everything else that you're doing anyway, all your columns. Precisely. And, yeah. Precisely. So weekends. You, yeah. When, yeah. Weekends. Oh, gosh. Do you, write to, do, you, do you write in your PJs? What's the score? Are you in bed? Are you at the desk? What, where oh, are you no, writing? No, 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 no. I get dressed up. <laughs> you do I actually... I, I, you oh, talked yeah, about yeah. this I in lockdown. Work, work, yeah, you talked I work, about this no, in no, lockdown. No, no, no. It, like I, I they, these are I, I like wearing nice clothes. So I'll, I'll take the walk, the dog for a walk. Actually, I was going to say wearing anything. I've even got a basically got a dog walking out wet wardrobe. Um, okay. And then yeah, I'll, then I'll change again and I'll get dressed. I, I work in my local cafe. 
Hello, the spoke on Holloway Road. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I go and I pretty much got my own table there. And I've got a laptop stand, so it lifts it up a bit so I'm not hunched over it all the time. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, I, I treat it as my office and I get dressed up as if I were going to my office because I don't know, it makes me feel right. And oh no, I'm not, gosh. I'm not somebody who slumps in my PJs. And also I, I'm really not somebody who slumps terribly bad for your posture. I mean, just bad for your skeleton. Yeah, you're not a slumper, I can tell that. But also, I, I have to tell you, outfit of the day, Polly, if you're getting dressed and going to this cafe, outfit true. of the day, every but, day, you'd be okay, such so an awesome influencer. Here's what I, that's true, I do need to do that. But the, the other thing I've got is like, my flat is a shit show. Clothes, great, <laughs> flat, absolute chaos. And I haven't got, we do need to, sort. my partner and I need to sort out an area and a mirror with decent light. Like, I haven't got the right shape mirror. It's that kind of basic stuff I lack that takes so yeah. much effort. Yeah, everybody's got a space in their house that's very neutral behind them and there's not pictures, not knickers hanging around. I mean, I, I love not it. Knickers, knickers, there's not a bin. Yeah, yeah, there's not a bin. There's not your sort of like yeah. next, your, your next mammogram appointment is not on full display. Exactly. Yeah. And, and somehow I do yeah. not have that bit of my flat. It's not there. <laughs> but I, I, yeah, sooner or later. Oh, but I, with, I promise you within the next few months, I will establish that area of my flat. Also, I've got to buy a mirror of the right proportions. I mean, that's like sounds ridiculous but it's really important right a full-length mirror that's wide enough and yeah. positioned in the right light well they are the tools of the trade uh, polly they i can't are. tell you how much money i've spent on lights that don't freaking work a, a, a really? huge amount of lights yeah they, they, i think everybody i mean i'm not a particularly big influence there are people that are really good at this stuff they're really slick and i guess they've got tons oh of i lights think you're and, pretty good Ah, thank what you. Are very the, much. What are the best ones? What are the best brands? Well, you know? now this is, I've got the ring lights. This is only my personal opinion. The ring lights are pants. For me, they don't seem to work. What people yeah. seem to have, I think, is, you know, when you go on a studio and you see like a real photo shoot and they have those huge yeah. lights and there's a white Big lights. Uh, box. Yeah, and it's muted. Yeah. That seems wow. to be what everybody has a really lovely, soft light. The ring lights are see, very See that harsh. level of kit? Yeah, that, that level, level yeah. of where do you put it? I mean, you need a big old house, and yeah, my area of North London is not providing that. Or na yeah, so, <coughs> natural uh, daylight. Natural daylight. You need north, bright north-facing light, not south. No sun. We don't like the sun. We don't like the sun. So you need a nice north-facing bright but window. You see my... You're, yeah, you're going to say you haven't that. got one. Yeah, I haven't got one I either. Got I'm always that. worrying about it. I haven't got one either. Yeah. No, so no, we'll I've expect got, to see. Yeah, I know. Me too. So we're always, always complaining about it. I think that's we're that's screwed. Thing. We're just we screwed. Are, we are. We are Maybe screwed. Maybe this is why people hate influencers because we complain about not having north facing lights. <laughs> I know, we haven't got the north facing lights. I know. So we'll expect to see you then when you're promoting your book. But prior to that, we, more outfits of the day. Like I haven't got time. I'm writing a freaking book. I've got all these columns to write. I have not got time. I have not got time to do my outfit of the day in the coffee shop. But we loved. I love to see you on the gram. And I know you say you're a bad influencer, Polly. I mean, I say this. I've said this probably thirteen or fourteen time since you know the last half an hour you have been influencing us since forever Aww. through your column but i love it when you come on the gram you lift me and you're one of those people that when you you're one of those people that caption is more important than your photo anyway i always see what you've got to say you're one of those people that i always think what she said you're just one of those Aww. people i love that that's, that's, that's kind such of a lovely up. thing to say yeah. no i love Thank it when you, you pop so up much, I am, yeah Thanks, no i think Trina. what she said what she said Aww. is what i think that's so this is yeah this is lovely polly vernon you're polly vernon your handle is polly vernon no dots or polly anything. Vernon, I, am. I am yeah and so before you go polly before everybody goes we ask you to tell us your favorite mm. people to follow on the gram what, have you got you? Some, apart, oh, <laughs> this has been such a girly loving i love it yeah apart from you have you got any favorite people you like to follow on the gram well i, I follow so many dog accounts and uh, we rate dogs have you you, you must do we, we rate dogs no nope, don't know amazing oh, don't know oh that we one. rate dogs is they, they basically they show preposterous brilliant pictures of dogs and then go this is a 14 out of 10 again it's all about the caption um <laughs> It's it's absolutely adorable. I do follow a lot of fashion influencers and a lot of beauty influencers because I get really hard info from from you lot, and you know, I, I, it has definitely impacted and changed the way I dress. 
And um, I mean, my God, my I'm so, my makeup skills went through the roof in lockdown, and that was purely because of um, influencers. Yeah, I, influencers. Yeah. Absolutely, we learn a lot from influencers. I've learned so much we from really influencers. Do. Yeah, and I didn't like makeup until I think lockdown and the same. No. Issue. I didn't like makeup because I just same. didn't understand it. I didn't understand. Well, I didn't it. understand it. I, I was I was scared of what I, I was. Yeah, afraid of it. So I I pretended I didn't care, but I really did. Um, so you've given yeah, us we rate dogs. I'm That's giving you one. we rate dogs. You need, you need some more than that, don't you? Don't you? Yeah, yeah, but who have you got? Have you got your makeup? You t- so what kind of fashion accounts do you follow? Do you follow really slick, like this is Milan Fashion Week, this is NYC I, Fashion I, Week? No, no. People are always asking me to come and talk about proper fashion things and I never, I don't know. I'm, I'm looking at it and it's almost all dog accounts and then my friends from my local boxing club. <laughs> comedians? Do you follow comedians? Mm, I'm, I'm, I tend to really follow, I've got quite a lot of personal friends um so you keep it real i think i do you know maybe you, because i feel like i talk to that lot enough and uh my professional are you scrolling way. now or are you just sort of thinking i or am no, you, no no that's oh, oh, can, you, can you hear me can you hear, I, see me sounding faintly faintly well, distracted I, I think it's I, one of three things you're you're thinking you're looking at your uh instagram or you've started writing your book <laughs> Are you back to the book? <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, I'm not doing that. No, You've got your head back in the book. Well, you don't have to oh, give Monique, I, I follow Monique. I do like Monique. I follow her. Right. Um, Ruby could... Hammer, love her for beauty. She was also uh, the first person who ever did my, my makeup when I was at Miss Selfridge and they were launching a makeup range and she did my makeup in the, the well, video, I think... the, the training video. Ruby is a lovely person to leave with, though, I think, because she, I, but I'm no makeup expert, but I do believe that Ruby was a pioneering person, wasn't she? She was a makeup artist. I think she was one of the early pioneers to start to create her own brand off the back of her. Ruby um, and, yeah, Ruby yeah. and Millie. Yeah. Beautiful, uh, beautiful 90s range. Yeah. From her professional skills to bring a range to the public so that us plebs can actually access, you know, professional kit i think ruby was one of the first people to do that might be wrong i think i think think you're absolutely right i think you're absolutely Ah. right and she is a truly wonderful woman as well right well we'll leave it at that polly where you just said i think you're absolutely right because i'll dine out on that for days so thank you very much (laughs) for coming on the pod polly thanks so much for coming on and i would love i would love to see you again soon next time our paths cross i'll give you a big hug and i'll have a look at your shoes because you've always got great shoes on and great jeans (laughs) can't wait yeah i'll see you soon polly thanks so much so much bye 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 and thank you to all of our lovely listeners for tuning in this week follow us wherever you listen to your podcast like subscribe tell the world about it and we'll see you next time bye check out the episode notes for links and information about this week's guest and follow like subscribe share tell the whole world about this podcast thanks for listening and we'll see you next time 